This is Kenny from The Starting Line, and you're listening to Spinning Thoughts. Hello, hello, and welcome to another, in my opinion, insanely exciting episode of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at you. Just want to tell everybody, follow us on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. It's where we get down, and that's how a lot of these shows uh, happen is because of the recommendations that we get on social media. Everyone, thanks for being here. Um, I've done around 90 episodes at this point on Spinning Thoughts, and I got to say, I really have got to say, this is got this is going to be one of my favorites I think of all time. A band that I've listened to since I was young that inspired me and still does to this day. I'm getting the chance to talk to the dude from the band. So, uh and he's listening as I'm saying this. So, um it's pretty funny. He's not laughing. That's good. Everybody. No, it's, one, it's wonderful. <laughs> Everybody, you heard it. Here's the voice. Let's tell you who it is. We've got Kenny from the starting line. Kenny, what up, dude? Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for such a nice intro. Uh, it's not like you don't get those all the time, but it's the truth, brother. This is uh, this is a pinnacle for me in uh, talking to some of the best bands I've ever got to listen to. So thank you so much for being on the oh, show. I, my pleasure. I appreciate it. All right, dude. So look, um, there's a lot we got to cover in a short amount of time, so I want to jump into it. In, in 2016, The Starting Line released its first studio material in about seven years with the EP titled Anyways, and damn, did it feel good to get some new music from the band. What was it like for you and everyone else in the band, if you want to speak for them, uh, to get the tracks out there for everyone to hear? It was nice. You know, that was a very effortless release. It's funny, you know, the the. I know it's been a while since we've released music, but it seems the moment that we picked it up and had started putting those songs together it was a really seamless effortless process i i had those songs sort of accumulating over maybe three years time so by the time that you know and also it's very attainable to want to record three songs um so we weren't overwhelmed with the the task of it right and even mike and matt were away you know they they don't live in philadelphia anymore so uh a lot of the time it was just um schmutz i and tom getting together and just laying down the foundation so that we could jump into it once those guys got back into town and then you know once that happened uh everything came together quick we laid down our tracks with will who is also you know very um positive and forward moving person like he's good with with keeping momentum going with something like this um so he was you know uh acted as like you know, he just jumped right into the band dynamic and was uh, really happy to be a part of it. And then like having it out was really good. You know, I don't really I didn't follow too closely of what kind of splash it really made. <laughs> but like uh, it, I was really happy with it creatively. And I felt like it was the logical and like satisfying thing to come out this long after our last release. So something I've always kind of wondered with 
like the starting line and, and other bands um, like you guys that have been around for a while that have really, I mean, it goes beyond like numbers, like in sales with bands like, honestly, the starting line and, and others, you know, taking back Sunday, whatever else you want to throw in there. Like there is just, you guys have touched our hearts. So, I mean, does it make, honestly, does it make it a little bit more difficult to write music? I, I assume you knowing that to an extent, right? I mean, is there more pressure or do you just do your thing? Um, well, yeah, the, like I think I was able to diffuse um, exterior pressure a long time ago, if that makes sense. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's also I hopefully what people have come to respect about my music making is that I I um, I don't really let exterior pressure affect the, the art. And so I think that if you're if you want to make something with integrity to your own taste then that's really number one um so that and that's the big reason why it took us so long to put out music is because my appetite for other music got so large that i really had to take a pretty sizable portion of time and dedicate it to making other kinds of music yeah and then eventually i built up the appetite again to make starting line music i mean this wasn't uh, from any kind of fan pressure or like management pressure and we were in no record deal when we made this stuff right this is yeah just strictly just from yeah like we, you know we have some music and um we got nothing to lose by recording it and we feel good about these songs so let's do it is that kind of like the mentality now with the band i mean i i'm a big fan as i've mentioned so i'm just even kind of curious like for what you can say about it i mean what's like what's the direction and goal right now yeah, it's really, you know, I mean, it's sort of go with the flow as far as starting line goes. It's funny, like, because we're in this uh, this sort of nether region of of being active and inactive that I think confuses <laughs> a lot of people. It, it confounds a, a lot of fans, I think, because, you know, yeah. I, I'll get I'll get the fan that, that will be pleading with me to get back to for us to get back together. And they'll be doing this like at a show that we're playing. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, like, doesn't this kind of mean that we're to get like we played a show like every year yeah for like the past i don't even know how many years um so you know at what point do we are we still a band to people but you know like i guess it's all just sort of philosophical anyway but like um yeah like that's how we operate now like we really only do things if it's really cool and fun for us uh once it starts feeling like you know, the old grind and like, we're getting like sick of each other, then I think we just <laughs> naturally know to just back off. And, uh, and it, like, it's just this sort of built in, like cutoff switch for us that like, we only do stuff that we really want to do. And that, um, in effect makes us want to be around each other more. Yeah. And, and that all kind of, uh, is a trickle down to the fans and everything that comes out is it's really special. Um, so, and it makes moments like what we're about to talk about in the next segment, like four chord and a few other gems this year. Uh, it makes it really special. Now, uh, Kenny, since I'm getting the chance to talk to you, I want to just, uh, tell you that I actually really love, uh, vacationer as well. It's when I found you doing that stuff, man, I was blown away. I love it. Um, oh, thank you very much. Really? And a side note, I think you might, uh, appreciate this. So, um, I was in a record club with some friends uh, for about a year, like a couple of years ago, and um, we would meet once a month and each bring a vinyl record to play for the group. Um, and everyone had like a rating sheet. And at the end of the hangout session, like we'd tally everything up and we'd see what album got the highest score. I brought relief with me uh, one time and 
Dude, honest to God, got like the highest rating of any winning album ever in that group. Oh wow! Isn't that oh, sick? That is, yeah. That's that's really lovely to hear. Thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I was uh, it was an honor to play it there. So, um, big fan of Vacationer. Is there anything going on with that still? Yeah, I uh, I just turned in a record for Vacationer. I've been I've been making it for the last three years. Oh um, my God, that is exciting. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty big deal to me. So. Um, hopefully going to get a release date for that sometime soon. Oh, dude, that is epic. I cannot wait. Is it a full length? It's a full length. Yeah. My man, that is fantastic. All right, cool. So everyone, we've got a vacationer album, hopefully here, um, soon enough to, yes. uh, dig into, uh, Kenny, we talked a little bit about the EP anyways. I want to play the title track from it right now for everyone to jam to you down. Wonderful. Yeah. All right, everybody, let's kick it. Enjoy. So you just finished listening to Anyways from the starting line. Uh, Kenny, anything you can tell us about this track that people might not already know? 
Um, I mean that one. I gotta stop saying um too. You know, like, I, <laughs> I do it myself, I, I tried, like, bro. Dabbling in pod in uh, broadcasting lately, and I gotta really <laughs> cut out the um bullshit. So, anyways, came together. Uh, like I was going. That was like, you you know, like I mean, everyone knows that life is ups and downs, and I think that that was one of the last substantial kind of down moments that I had in my life, and it was I sort of took heed to the moment to make some punk music out of it because uh as you can notice from listening to vacation and music i try to be in a more optimistic frame of mind yeah when i'm making that stuff because you know i i sing that stuff all the time and i'd rather be singing optimistic stuff all the time but occasionally you know like i understand the the plight of the you know the tortured songwriter i just like <laughs> I, I sometimes don't identify with it as much but I understand why those guys want to write that because when you're going through that, that's one of the most cathartic things you can do is just to work through it in, in song. Right. And that was just what was happening with anyways. There was just a, a, a number of um, events that were, that seemed to be happening, just a chain events of, that were happening that were sort of getting me down. And I was just working through it as much as I could do through that piece of music. All right, so the big news here is that the starting line will be headlining Four Chord Music Festival 4 at Extaza Nightclub in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on September the 10th. I mean, this is um, the starting line on this bill. There's great bands, but this is just, I mean, that's what people wanted. So, um, I mean, why did, why did the band decide to do this? Like you said, like, it's got to be special. Why is this special to you? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like... Well, for, I mean, it's uh, our first opportunity to, to headline a festival, you know, like I know that it's a, it's a modest sized one, but I mean, that's pretty cool for us, you know, to be playing something titled Four Chord Fest uh, and ask us to headline, you know, uh, and it's in our home state. So it's something that's um, not too taxing on our, you know, like uh, on us logistically and, and physically and all that. So uh it's kind of a no-brainer like and you know i hate i hate to say that money is a thing too but like when someone offers us like a certain amount of money I, i'm not even trying to say this as like a you know um whatever you know like in, in a greed you know or or like even you know capitalist kind of way but like if someone is offering you so like uh x amount of dollars to play music like um for me it's it's like you you if it's something that's not like uh, in any way questionable to right. like your beliefs, like you should be doing that. Like this is, if you told your 15 year old self that you would be like, be able to pay your bills by paying a, sh playing a show, like with your friends, then it, it should pretty much be a no brainer. And that's how we try to treat things like this. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, actually I talked to Rishi Ball from Four Chord uh, two hours ago. So I talked to him first. We're talking to you now. We're going to be piling all these episodes together and launching them. It's going to be great. But uh, he was actually talking about, you know, how stoked he was that the starting line was on the bill. And he's in a band too, Eternal Boy, right? So he gets what you're saying. Like, and, and I think that that's why these kind of bands are on this lineup because he understands that uh, both sides of it, from the business, from being in a band, what has to happen on both sides to make it work. So I respect it. I think it's awesome. Um, yeah, very cool. My heart goes out to him as a as a, a <laughs> festival promoter too, because I realize that that's no small task. And you know, like uh, I'm coming at 
at this show, like from a place of gratitude, because that, that's uh, it's big time, dude. No doubt, no doubt. Rishi's a good dude. Um, now I know that you won't be able to tell me much, but um, for those who are listening, uh, give us some some idea of what they might be able to expect from the starting line set at four court on September 10th. Yeah. Uh, for definitely songs that have four chords or, or more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm but digging yeah, it. Probably an average of four chords per song. <laughs> like if you, if you are doing a tally, then I hope know, somebody we... pays attention now and actually does tally. Yeah, I think that that's how we got to, you know, they weren't even familiar with starting line before that, but that somehow they got, you know, a song came on and they just started counting chords and they're like, yeah, these guys are perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, you know, we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to play the ones that, that people want to hear, I think. I mean, like, at least the ones that we want to hear. Yeah. Like, we have our sort of, like, hard line of songs that, that make the cut now and don't make the cut. So if you're, well versed enough in our in our career and our live shows and you kind of know what's coming at you yeah 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 awesome now something i was kind of wondering uh is what kind of bass are you rocking nowadays like do do you still play any of the ones from like the early days of the starting line yeah i don't think i've bought a bass in it's gonna be close to 10 years for real yeah uh like yeah i still uh uh, the, my my daily driver is my American P bass, which is that one that you can you can see me in a lot of pictures with it. With like uh, it's like sort of blonde, uh, like tannish, and has a red pick guard. And yeah. I just love that thing. It's just one of those basses. It's not you know everybody asks me what year it is, but like it's you know it's only a two thousand six or seven something like that. And it has some sort of like deteriorating paint on it. It doesn't have like a clear coat, so it just like flakes away every time I play it. So it looks- <laughs> It looks very old, um, but it's one of those ones, you know, like you can just walk into a guitar center and find uh, an equivalent of that bass. But the thing is, when you walk into a guitar center, sometimes there's just like an X factor in like an instrument when it's made. And for whatever reason, I just picked up that bass. and I was like, yeah, this thing is it just feels it just fits my hands. And um, there's there's something to be said for that. And I I was like looking at that bass the other day, sort of like. Um, I, I had, I'd almost been taking it for granted because I'd had this thing for so long. I was just, I had the thought yesterday. I was like, oh, I really hope this doesn't like get like destroyed or stolen someday. Cause this thing is like, it's just a really great bass. Oh yeah, dude. It's uh, it's part of the band, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's been yeah, there almost the whole way. That that's fantastic. Um, now the other thing with four chord, and then we're going to talk about, um, another really awesome adventure. The band's going on here later in the year. Um, here I'm saying ums now. Um, when you prep for festivals or shows, as as the band now, uh, the starting line, how how do you guys go about it? I mean, is there a ton of like rehearsing? I mean, or are you guys just at a point now where it, it's just like second nature? Yeah, there, it's the opposite of a lot of rehearsing. <laughs> <laughs> but the, that's the cool thing about being a punk band, guys. You know, you can just like. It, the, it's like wrong and strong. That's what my wrong and strong has been telling me. It's like fucking wrong and strong, man. Like as long as the, the thing is, we try to like pass around the set list a few weeks in advance and, and ask everyone to do their homework, which everyone is, is pretty good about doing. And then we'll, we are actually, uh, you know, I don't even think we're going to rehearse in Philadelphia. I think we might be rehearsing the night before the morning of 
Dude, in Pittsburgh. Nice. nice. Yeah. All right. Hey, I um I figured that it'd probably be around there. I mean, you guys are, are veterans. You've been doing it, and uh, I bet you there's a ton of fans too, Kenny. That uh, you see it all the time now. I think Blink, it happened to Blink 182 recently. Like Travis, like left the stage for some reason, and the fans wouldn't go home after like a second encore. And so Blink brought up a drummer from the from the crowd, and he just fucking rocked out one of their songs like a like like he was Travis himself. I bet you <laughs> there's fans out there that with without rehearsing or practicing could jump up on stage and and play your songs because they've they've learned them so much you know what i mean yeah yeah someone knows the the baseline the best of me i <laughs> yeah one person now if you count me then two the starting line uh will also be on warped rewind at sea uh with bands like mayday parade cartel good charlotte less than jake real big fish do you do you like cruises uh, I I went on my first cruise last year. Uh, vacationer got invited on the Paramore cruise, and Ooh. I think it's the exact same ship. Oh, is it going on? Yeah, it's the exact same boat. And I, I did like it. I I enjoyed it uh, more than I thought I would. All right, so I'm assuming then you're looking forward to this one then too, right? I am uh, mainly because of Face to Face. That was the band that got me into punk rock. So, and I've never really been able to like tour with them i played a handful of shows with them and never really explained to them how much they meant to me besides matt the bass player because he was in no use for a name and i i got to gush to him but um i'm pretty i'm sort of fangirling about being on a tour with face to face (laughs) that's awesome uh now i was looking on the socials uh for you guys like leading up into the interview to see what was going on and uh I guess the band's doing a special storyteller set on uh, this uh, Warped Rewind. What What is that going to look like? Oh, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I heard that we have to do that, but, yeah, we have to come up with some sort of plan. I don't know. We're telling stories, I guess. we got plenty of stories, so I don't, I'm not too worried. But <laughs> yeah. We'll see how, that, how that's going to play out. I mean, is it going to be – and, again, maybe you don't know. I know it's still a little in advance, but, um, like, is it – are you going to be doing, like, an acoustic set and then, like, talking or, or – or is it full set, or are you even playing? I think that they probably, like, I have a feeling they want some sort of acoustic set kind of thing. I, I'd like to get a little more creative than that. I'm not, I'm not a, uh, to be honest, I'm not crazy about acoustic sets, listening or playing. Well, there you go. Well, then hopefully yeah. it's, hopefully it's not that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it sounds like an awesome thing. I wish that uh, I could be there, uh, but I'm sure we'll be hearing from all the bands as it's happening. It's like toward the end of October, I want to say, into November, right? Yeah, I think it's Halloween weekend. It's going to be great. And uh, the starting line, of course, is is just so amazing to see you guys on that, on 4 Chord 4 on September the 10th. Uh, Kenny, before I let you go, is there anything, anything else uh, that is going on with the starting line or could be going on in the future, in the rest of uh, 2017? Anything you know any details about? You do a, a like a winter or a holiday show all the time, right? Yes, yeah, we do a, a northeast, uh, you know, like tri-state, tri-state area um, holiday show every year, and we are in the process of booking that one right now. So I'm sure an, an announcement for that will come out momentarily. Now, uh, but I have you have to assume that I'm going to ask this um, <laughs> while I got gotcha, you. Is there yeah. any expectation um, that we can have for new music from the starting line anytime soon? Uh, I would. I mean. You- like I would keep the expectation low if you're gonna have them. I, I'd say that it's not it's not unfair to have them because we still are a band, 
Uh, but just keep them low, because then when we do make some music, then it'll be like a nice little surprise. Honestly, man, I just really appreciate like just how truthful you are. You know what I mean? Like no bullshit. <laughs> For sure. It's fucking awesome. It's great. Um, and, and I, I kind of expected it, so I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I got respect for you, man. I got to <laughs> shoot you straight. Is there anything else you want to add or say to your fans, Kenny? Oh, just thanks so much. I mean, I, can't, I don't really know what it is that has, like, um, let us stand the test of time with so many people, but I, I'm really thankful for it. And anybody that's co- planning on coming out to the show, we won't let you down. Don't worry about us not rehearsing. <laughs> it, it'll be... It, it, we sound worse when we're over rehearsed. <laughs> that's a true. That's a true thing. That's a true thing. Yeah, Kenny, uh, really, man, I appreciate you being on. Don't hang up. I got to talk to you for a second off the air. But thank you for being here on Spinning Thoughts. No sweat. Thank you. Once again, I want to thank Kenny from the Starting Line and Vacationer. Which, by the way, honestly, if you've never listened to Vacationer, first of all, Relief is my favorite album, and I cannot tell you how much that album rocks check him out kenny from the starting line want to thank him for being on truly truly this was an honor the starting line is one of my top five favorite bands ever loved having the opportunity to talk to him so thank you all for listening because it means a lot to me that you tune in all the time but this was an important one to me a special one so thanks for being part of it i do appreciate it make sure you keep your eyes open for more from the starting line hopefully new music sometime soon i know i know expectations should be low as per kenny but let's keep the pressure on them guys let's keep it on vacationer's got a full-length album we'll have to wait and see when that drops make sure you're checking us out on twitter at spin thoughts we have a facebook and instagram we're on soundcloud you can subscribe to the show for free on apple Podcasts, google play TuneIn, stitcher and more we have premiere episodes every thursday on Adobe Radio at midnight. Thank you to everybody who stayed up for this one. And if you haven't, make sure you do it next week, every Thursday midnight, Adobe Radio. We've got more coming at you from bands that are on Four Chord Music Festival 4, Sunday, September the 10th, Extaza Nightclub, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So keep your eyes and ears open until next time. Everybody, make sure you share music and spread love. Come on.